The call for proposals for Voice Summit 2020 is available now. Having the opportunity to speak at Voice Summit will be highly competitive this year. So if you'd like the chance to be a speaker at this year's event, fill out the form at voicesummit.ai and click on Apply to Speak. Proposals are only open until January 31st, so be sure to get yours in now. That's voicesummit.ai and click on Apply to Speak. Ethan Richardson has been in tech for a long time, and when he moved to Romania, he noticed something missing in the car dealership space. In this episode, he talks about how he saw a problem, did the research, and solved it with voice. You'll hear him talk about how it's helping consumers and car dealerships, what his next goals are for his company, and what the voice landscape is currently like in Romania. Hi, Inside Voice podcast listeners. This is your co-host, Carrie Roberts. And today, my guest is Ethan Richardson, the founder and CEO of CarSay. Welcome, Ethan. Thanks for being here. Hey, Carrie. How are you? So excited you're here. So you <laughs> grew up in the UK and had a career in the chatbot space. And now you work in voice in Romania, which is a pretty interesting mix. Can you tell us how you got into voice and why in Romania? Yeah, that's right. So uh, I was born in the UK, in Birmingham. And for family reasons, I ended up in Romania. So I've always loved tech for a long time, since I was like seven years old. And I remember my first Amstrad PC. And I remember trying to hack it and code it. And it was really interesting. And from then, I've just loved learning and playing with tech and cutting edge tech. And it's, it's really been a, a journey for me to actually land in Romania. So it's been, really been interesting. And also, um, yeah, just being here has opened my eyes to a lot of things that uh, I used to have in the UK. But obviously, being in Romania, it's a different environment. So I've I've had to uh, change and adapt to the tech market here. And what would you say is the voice landscape like in Romania and Eastern Europe right now? Yeah, so it's really interesting, actually, because Romania is a place where Amazon hasn't really landed, so to speak. So, for example, to get deliveries from Amazon, you have to go to the German site and get the, the, you know, the devices there. So voice hasn't really reached the point of being normal. And the reason for that is because of, you know, the, the language barrier. Amazon Alexa doesn't support Romanian and Google also doesn't. And so it's really, you know, a luxury to have one of these um, smart speakers. And I did um, some research actually recently, and it's actually said that only 10% of people actually own a smart speaker in their homes. So that is really low compared to in the US. And as you can imagine, you know, it's not really easy to get your hands on, on an Echo Dot or Google Home device. So that's why it's really a challenge to actually speak to people about voice because a lot of people don't even know what an Alexa device is. So when you're having these conversations with people, you're actually starting from the very basics of like, what is this device sitting in front of you? So there has been, you know, a challenge there, but there have been a few dev shops that have uh, sprung up and they're more for developing skills for studios outside of Romania. So I can see that changing in the near future when Alexa or Google start to support the local language. And also these devices, they're locally, they're very difficult to get your hands on. Sometimes I have to get these devices imported from the US or from the UK because you just can't, can't get your hand on an Echo Studio or an Echo Show. It's just not possible. So it's really a challenge there. 
But as far as voice projects being implemented, there hasn't been any notes so far. So it's really a case of educating the market and actually what these devices can do uh, more than just controlling music or switching on the lights or changing the light colors. So, you know, starting from that point, it's actually a point of trying to educate the market. There has been a bit of interest from the business community, but as far as, you know, what can these devices do? And actually, people want to know about the adoption rates and what others are doing in different uh, market areas. So there is a bit of interest. But in terms of you know, rolling this out as a viable product or a product that can be sold, it's, it's at the point where people haven't really got that data behind in terms of adoption, customer adoption rate to actually you know, make it a feasible and viable option. So it's quite a new technology. And as, as you can see, it's a challenge here. But at the same time, it's a great opportunity because in one case, you know, there isn't any competition. So for me being here, it's really easy to become the subject matter expert and actually show people what these devices can do. So like I said, there's only been 10% adoption rate of these devices. So I've had to actually change the way that I look at voice. Instead of being an in-home skilled developer, I've had to actually look outside of the box and say, well, what can I do? what can I build that is out of home? And these skills have to interact with people outside of their home because people just don't have them in their home. And it's really a challenge to talk to businesses and say, look, these are the advantages that you can actually get from using these devices. But I do see that the voice in Romania will grow and only if the applications develops that will really fulfill the need and reduce the friction of everyday hassles. I think as a designer and a developer myself, I can see where voice fits in. Uh, like I said before, coming from the UK, I had a lot of things that I could access. But here, things are very basic in terms of being an access. Um, your health records, for example, online is not available. And certain things like this are really behind the times. But it opens up your eyes to, to question things and say, well, why is that like that? And why is this doing this? And because of that, you don't accept the status quo you sort of question everything. And that's how it led to me coming up with Carso, which is a new idea and a new project that's actually gaining some traction here. Well, again, I congratulate you because, you know, voice even in the US is still something that, you know, we're trying to educate people on. So I can imagine in Romania, kind of feeling like this one person has to feel slightly lonely and intimidating, but also really exciting as you kind of pioneer this concept. Is that accurate and maybe how you're feeling? Yeah, definitely. It's quite a lonely space because there's not many people developing skills here. Some developers have obviously tried their hand just to see what the technology can do, but there aren't very many people who are actually trying to grow a business behind this. I think that a lot of people see it as a novelty. And when I say to people, look, this is what they can do, they go, oh, it's nice, but they don't really see the business opportunity because of the lack of Romanian support. So I'm sure Google or Amazon you know, soon will support the language. And then I will be the first one to actually be building viable businesses on the back of this. But like you said, it's, it's a lonely place to be. But you know, reaching out to different people in the UK and the US, you know, it's really good to see the voice community growing globally. So I don't think it's just a local thing. I think people are really doing amazing things in the UK, uh, in Germany, and also in the US. So it's fun times to be in voice. 
Yeah. And, you know, all great businesses start with solving a problem. And yours specifically is within the car dealership space. Can you tell us about your journey and what led you to creating CarSay? Yeah. So uh, the story behind <laughs> this is it's, it's quite funny, actually, because it all started from me actually wanting to buy a new car. And I actually went to a local car dealership, which was uh, near where I, I lived. And I actually just walked in there expecting, you know, to be greeted with information and, you know, being able to walk out possibly with purchasing a car. And I got there and the salesperson who was assigned to me didn't speak English. And it was a bit strange because he looked at me and I looked at him and we were like, how are we going to do this? And so he ended up uh, calling one of his colleagues who also didn't speak English. So there was a, a massive language barrier. So I ended up walking out with a brochure, which was in Romanian. So I actually went home, sat there and I was like, that, that's not a good experience. That's not a good customer experience. So I started to do some research online about car dealerships and the challenges and some of the new developments in the market. And I realized that it's not just me. A lot of car dealerships are having problems with the challenges from mobility platforms such as Uber and also um, increasing options and leasing. And I realized that these car dealerships are really struggling to create great uh, customer experiences. And so I did some uh, further research and I found out that there was an auto trader report that stated that if dealerships' experiences improved by 72%, then people would visit them more. And also, 53% uh, of people would be more likely to buy a vehicle if the customer experience improved. So I saw that there was a great opportunity to actually use voice in a car dealership because of my situation I, I experienced. And, you know, nowadays, there's so much pressure on the, the average car dealership for sales and to create a great customer experience to make them stand out from their, their competition. You know, voice is perfect for this. And I realized that if I could somehow ask a voice assistant any question I had on my mind, then I would be able to discover the vehicle, connect with the vehicle, and actually, you know, trust the vehicle that that's the one that I want to purchase. So I actually went to a uh, car exposition. I sat there for four hours and I just sat there and watched people. And there were thousands of people at this exposition. You had all the major car dealership brands there showing their, their vehicles. And people literally just went into the vehicle, sat down, put their hands on the steering wheel, played a bit with the dashboard, looked around and got out of the vehicle and walked off. And knowing what you know, we know in voice about how you know, frictionless it is to access information, it just it seemed like such a weird behavior. So I basically came up with CarSay, which essentially is a platform of knowledge accessible via Amazon Alexa. So the idea is you, for example, if you go to a car dealership, you may be hesitant to ask questions. You may not want to seem uneducated about certain things. You're not sure if the salesperson is trying to upsell certain things. And it's not really a nice atmosphere. So I decided to get an echo input which is an Alexa device without a speaker, and actually conceal this device inside the vehicle. So it connects via Bluetooth to the car's speaker. And then I developed a skill, which was called the car, and installed that in the device and actually tested it out and realized that I could sit in, in the car and actually say, Alexa, ask the car about the top speed or 
Alexa, ask the car about the fuel consumption. Or Alexa, ask the car, can I connect my iPhone? And the skill actually responded with all the information. And it was just such a, an experience to be there and actually be on my own, you know, asking the questions that I want to ask without being pressured and actually realizing that I can find out all the information that I want to on my own in the vehicle uh, without having to feel pressured with sales, etc. So that is the, the whole concept behind uh, CarSafe. And also it has a premium feature where instead of just using the Alexa standard voice, I've actually brought on a voice actor from Wyoming in the US. And she's actually helped me to develop some natural voice, human voice uh, responses to actually bring the whole experience to life. Actually looking at the brand and you know what the brand stands for and actually incorporating that into the response from the voice actor. And what I found out was that it really makes people want to know more about the vehicle. You know, they're not pressured by somebody trying to sell to them. They're actually self-serving themselves inside the vehicle in real time. And then I realized that it's not just about creating a customer experience. It's also about giving some value back to the dealership. So the dealership needs to have some type of value from installing these vehicles. I built uh, analytics into this so the dealership can then see, well, you know, who is asking what questions of what car, when. And that was very valuable to them. And also, after the session of the customer who's actually inside the vehicle, the skill actually creates a profile of which questions were asked. So for example, if you're asking about car safety or the ISO fix for your child's car seat in the car or any you know, related questions, it would then categorize you as possibly somebody who's got children and is interested in safety. And then when you finish your conversation, it actually sends that profile to the sales team. So now that they have an angle to double down on what you actually care about. So it's actually benefiting the salespeople because they can say, okay, jump in the car, self-serve. And when you've discovered your, your ideal vehicle, then we can have a chat about the things that you're really interested in. So it's a new way of looking at voice outside of the home, actually creating these experiences, creating this value for the customer and also the dealership. So the dealership can be more productive. I actually spoke to a car salesperson who had six years experience selling vehicles. And I asked him, I said, well, what are your challenges? And he said, well, it's really difficult to learn everything about a vehicle. It's just not possible. So when a customer asks me a question, I have to take him away from the vehicle or her away from the vehicle and actually sit them in front of a computer to find the information. And that's not a great experience. And I realized that, you know, these brands, they're, they're trying to sell an experience as well as the vehicle. And using such a technology such as CarSay, which is leveraging the voice capabilities of Amazon Alexa, allows people to actually not have to spend four months researching a vehicle and then only to go to a car dealership and have a bad experience. They can actually go straight to the dealership, sit in the vehicle and contrast and compare different vehicles, jump in and out of different vehicles, ask questions anytime, anyhow they want to, and they just get the response straight away. So I realized that you know this is a winner, not just only in the States, but it could also work in, in, in the Middle East, it can work in Europe, and it's just a way of making the whole sales journey 
frictionless for the customer. It makes so much sense. And I think it's great that you did your research and then you've tested and you've tried different things. And mm-hmm. I think in such a short time to see how it's developed, does this also do it in different languages or is it only in English at this point? So at the moment, it's only in English. The plans are to develop this in different languages, French or any other language that um, Alexa supports. So that's one of the steps on, on the, uh, the roadmap to rolling this out further. And can you share with us, I know you're sharing us, you know, how it can help. Do you have any stats or ROI for companies that you've worked with? Because that's always the big question when companies are looking to integrate voice. You know, what am I back from using this? Yeah, so it's been piloted in two vehicles. I can't really disclose which of the makes and models, but it's been piloted in two vehicles, one inside a dealership and one inside a shopping mall. And the results have been phenomenal. I mean, the dealership had 2,500 interactions over a period of two weeks. And the shopping mall has had over 5,000 interactions. So these are not the individual questions, but the actual sessions of somebody jumping into the vehicle and actually starting a conversation. So, And people have asked questions from ranging from what's the capacity of the booths uh, where you can put your luggage or to questions like, okay, what is the material of the lever of the seats? So you can ask that fine-grained, detailed information. And it's really bringing productivity back to dealerships. So it's saved them 1.5 days of effort in terms of time spent with a consumer who is just there to browse and discover their perfect vehicle. And dealerships love the idea that they can just leave certain customers alone with the vehicle and they can self-serve. And the customers love that they can be left alone and they don't have to feel pressured and they can take their time and ask any question, not feeling judged. I think that's one of the benefits with these voice assistants is that you don't feel judged by asking questions. It's a uniquely strange concept, but it's really something that if you really understand that, then you can build great voice applications. And again, you know, the ROI is not always something you can measure. For example, creating a memorable customer experience like that is priceless for some companies. And also the analytics. So it can help marketing efforts, uh, understanding the customer better, knowing how to position certain vehicles based on safety features, for example. And actually understanding the customer in real time helps the sales team double down on their sales efforts towards certain customers. So it's more for the increased productivity. And again, like I said, you know, it saved one of the dealerships 1.5 days of effort, which extrapolate that over a whole year. That's a lot of savings for them. It's actually hitting the key metrics at different points, you know, the customer experience, the analytics, the helping the marketing team, helping the sales team. And actually building trust between the customer and the vehicle and the brand, that, again, is, is priceless. You can't put a measure on that, to be honest with you. You know, what's so interesting about voice to me as a whole is I love the data you can get from people asking questions. Like you said, you don't always know what people want, but when you have an actual person asking questions, you can then, like you said, tail your marketing, tail your sales conversation to that. And it's not about voice replacing human beings because there's a fear of that for some people, but rather kind of help facilitating them to do their job better. And I think with CarSay, that's exactly what it sounds like it's doing. Exactly. It's amazing when you actually see people 
spending more time than they would have normally inside the vehicle because they feel, you know, there's a personal one-to-one conversation between them and the vehicle. And what makes it so special with CarSay is that they don't see the device. So most applications of voice, you actually see the actual voice smart speaker. But here, the actual echo input is actually concealed within the vehicle. So they have the whole immersive experience of just hearing the actual human response from the the skill coming through all four speakers of the vehicle. So it's an actual immersive experience where they feel like they, like it's like a night rider experience, you know, they're actually there and to see the smile on their face and they actually remember that experience because it's so personal. It's they're asking the questions and they're getting the response to their questions. And there isn't a set way that, you know, the customer has to ask the question. They can ask, for example, okay, can I connect to my Android device or, you know, how many bags of shopping can it handle in the back? Or what's the top speed in snow? Is snowing where I live, is it good for that? There's so many different ways that people ask questions and it's very personal to what they care about. So having a smart speaker concealed makes it more of a one-to-one conversation, especially with the, the voice actor's voice on top of that makes it it's, it's amazing so besides you know being able to add more languages to car say what's kind of your long-term vision for it and why do you think voice is so applicable for the car yeah so mate, the whole roadmap of car say is to try and make it normal for dealerships so as a tool to increase productivity and improve customer experiences and the, the aim again is also to build upon what i've done by possibly put in a front-end interface on a website so that the dealerships can actually change in real time the content. Also, for it to include a car configurator. So this is something that I'm working on now, whereby the car, you actually jump into the, into the car seat and you actually get guided through different features of the vehicle. And you're asked to choose different packages, like for example, the lever, would you want for NASCAR lever or do you want different types of lever? And you can actually say yes or no. And depending on that, you're building your own custom car. And then at the end of the conversation, that information gets sent to the sales team. But you also find out the price for that configuration and also many other special offers that are custom to what you've chosen. So that's the next step to make it more personal. And also just for car, say, to be, you know, reaching out into the US to new car franchise dealerships, that's on my list of, you know, things that I really want to push. And just to make it something new that car dealerships can actually just put there. Maybe it's just for marketing purposes to, you know, put into a shopping mall and say, you know, come and talk to the vehicle, discover the vehicle. So it's more about that than anything else. And for it to be a huge opportunity for dealerships to augment the real world and actually push CarSay as a tool that can be used as something normal. Well, I'm excited for it. You know, every time we do this show, hearing so many different use cases and hearing people like yourself really find niche markets to make voice work, I think it really brings it to life for people that haven't thought of it in that way before. So I am super excited for this. Where can people learn more about CarSay and yourself and connect with you online? Yeah, so I'm frequently contributing to and raising discussion points mainly on LinkedIn. So you can reach out to me there. And also, if you want more information about CarSay, it can be found on the website, carsay.tech. That's carsay, 
tech. And, you know, I'm actually starting a blog soon about the actual development process and the ups and downs of rolling out a, a voice business. Uh, I've written out a few blogs on Medium, so you can actually find me there as well. So yeah, reach out and we can have a talk. And the last question we like to ask on this show to really help different voice skills is what is a favorite voice skill experience or flash briefing you're using right now and really enjoying? I've actually got a, a four-year-old son. <laughs> so he's actually loving Kung Fu Panda skill on Alexa. And is you know, of all the amazing sound effects and, and the characters, he's really enjoying how it allows him to interact and exercise daily. So that's a daily skill that we actually use. So it's it's a bit out of the ordinary, but it's it's really a fun way. And it's amazing how, you know, developers are actually looking at the use cases and, you know, who's actually using these and making amazing experiences for kids. Well, thank you so much, Ethan, for sharing what you're doing. And I am just super excited to see it grow. So thank you for being here. Thank you, Kerry. Uh, thank you for having me. And also thank you for you know, all your efforts growing this community and, and giving people a voice. Thank you for listening to the Inside Voice podcast. We greatly appreciate you being a part of our community. And if you enjoyed this episode or you like the podcast, we would love it if you would subscribe, follow, like, share, leave a review of the show. If you have any questions, comments, feedback, people you want to see on the show, things you want to learn, feel free to send us an email at kerry at modev.com. That's K-E-R-I at M-O-D-E-V.com. And be sure to check us out online at voicesummit.ai. Thank you, and we look forward to chatting with you next week.